0: Our main topic is baptism, right? Yes. So last week we started, where did we stop? Shita. Yes. The significance of baptism. Now, baptism is very, very important because of what? Why? Let's open our Bibles to the book of Mark, chapter 1, verse 9. That is our main text for this Bible study. Mark chapter- 1, verse 9. Come on, so Mark. The book of Mark, chapter 1, oh, verse oh, 9. To, that Jesus came from that verse- Of Galilee, and was baptized of John in Jordan. Okay, very good. Jesus came from where? From
1: Nazareth of Galilee.
0: This particular verse tells us that Jesus was baptized. Now, Jesus was not a sinner, was he? Answer me. Was just a sinner that needed repentance, that needed confession, that needed baptism. But he, was, he humbled himself in obedience to identify with us. He humbled himself and he was well baptized by someone who was even lesser than him. Because if you read that particular story down, you will see John did not want to baptize. John was like, I wish you that should baptize me. But Jesus Christ humbled himself. Why did he humble himself? In order to give us an example. Do you understand? In order to show to us that what well, Baptism is actually something that's important that should be done, that should be what encouraged. So if Jesus Christ can be baptized, why then not you and I? So he has given us the example to follow. That is one of the significant. that's why we preach it. That's how we encourage it because of what Jesus Christ is our role model, right? For those of us that we are here doing um, our teaching series, our, our, our last week's activity where we are talking about the, the, the story and power behind our names. We establish that Jesus Christ is our, world, is our role model. He's our role model. He's the one we look up to. So if Jesus is our role model, whatever he does, we should do. And he was baptized. So we must be what? Baptized. We must be what? Baptized. So that is one. one. Another um, significance of baptism is that baptism connects us to the body of Christ. What is the body of Christ? Or who are the body of Christ? The church. Do you understand? God's people on earth. Do you understand? Baptism connects us together. In baptism, there is a real sense of what being joined. Because it's in baptism that you you get to join, you get to identify with the church. Remember that we are saying we said something about baptism. That's what it is, something it is, um, it is um it is an outward manifestation of our words of our inward conviction do you understand you are a believer in jesus you are his servants you identify with him you you acknowledge him you love and you trust him that is inward experience the outward manifestation the outward sign the symbol what people should see and then believe that yes this person is of christ is what baptism so, when you are baptised, you are actually in the real sense what, getting joined with other believers. It is not just participating in an individual act of our own spiritual journey, no. But this is it's not about ourselves, it is not about an individual. do not you understanding what I am saying, or I am too fast, I must bring it down to your level. When you are baptised, you are identifying, you, you are... A body of Christ, a body of Christ, a body of Christ, is a body of Christ. Is a body of Christ. All of us are bodies of. We are. We are, we are the church. We are God's people on earth. If Jesus wants to come down, or if Jesus wants to want to tell people uh, to talk about His own, He mentions it's not true. Then I come in. Do you understand? And for me to join, for me to participate, for me to feel among you guys, it is what baptism that actually opens that door. So baptism is that, platform that enables us to what? To join other believers in Christ. It is not something that we just individualize. It's not about us alone. Do you understand? It is about the body. So it helps us connect. Everybody say it helps us connect. Can someone open to the book of 1 Corinthians chapter 12? Read 12 and 13. First Corinthians chapter 12, 12 and thirteen. First Corinthians. For
1: as the body is one, and as many members, and all the members of that one body, being many, are one body, and also is Christ.
0: Yeah, you know, body being many. Some of us not open the Bible, so we don't even understand. We start afresh.
1: For as the body is one. Many members,
0: many members. Let me members. wait. Ma. See, this is your body, right? Different members the hand, the leg, every part they are all members of the body. So, the same thing body of Christ, the church. We are the members, okay? Let's continue. And
1: all the members of that one body, being many, are one body, and also is Christ.
0: Yes, so we are all one body through Christ, right? Continue then to verse 13, right?
1: For by one Spirit,
0: one Spirit, mm-hmm. and
1: all, are we all baptized? Are
0: we all what?
1: Baptized. Okay. Into one body, whether we be Jews or Gentiles, whether we bond or free, and have and have been all made to drink into one Spirit.
0: See that. Thank you. So through baptism, it does not matter who you are, whether you are Yorubao, whether you are Ibo, whether you are Kalaba, whether you are from Afghanistan or from Sokoto or south africa or from egypt do you understand true baptism, we are what we are one someone said two. true baptism we are what we are one so baptism helps us to connect it joins us with other believers very very important so that makes it how many significance have we mentioned now remember we started talking discussing it last week and last week, I know I gave us up to like three or four, five, five. very good. So I've said two now. Now, I I established the Father, Jesus was an example, gave, gave himself as an example. Jesus was baptized. So even though he wasn't a sinner, he got baptized, giving us an example to follow. Do you understand? Had, Jesus got satisfied with baptism, so we are selfish we and with baptism. And the secondly, I told you that through baptism, we get joined with other believers, we get joined with the body of Christ, which are God's people on earth. Then the other one is that baptism declares that you are a follower of Christ, is a declaration. This is what baptism should be. It might not be what is happening now, no, some people can be baptized and they are very, very far from God. I gave us, a, I gave us an instance last week of what baptism actually looks like in practice, who can remember that? I said that baptism declares that you are a follower of Jesus Christ. I gave us uh, a story, an experiential um, reality of what baptism is, or uh, what it should be. Who can I remember?
1: You don't know,
0: like, I last week when I was talking about baptism, I gave us an a, a, an illustration because what I'm teaching you is what baptism should be. It might not necessarily be what we are seeing in the real world. For instance, that baptism actually joins us other believers. But there are people that are they are baptized in quotes, but they are not joined with the body of Christ. They are not identified with what? With Jesus. So what um, is obtainable in the world today might not be what is actually supposed to be when it comes to baptism. And there was an, an illustration I used to describe that last week. Who can remember? Very simple. No. No. Water. no. Yeah, I forgot to say. Hey. So, like, if you yourself, what, like, what, no, 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 no. Last week I told us that baptism is like, is a symbol. Just like when you're married, you have your wedding ring. It's a symbol. So, the symbol is something that <clears throat> indicates, it shows people, do you understand that this person is married? The same way, but it shows that this person is actually for Christ, your marriage in this case is with Jesus. And I asked the question that if I am not actually married to anybody, but I went to the market or I went to a blacksmith and they got they did they did um they 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 crafted or they they um they they made a ring for me. you understand? A very good ring, very expensive, and I put it on. Does that actually make me married? We said no, because of what. The ring is supposed to be a symbol of what a real, a legitimate marriage. So if there is no marriage and you put on a ring, you are deceiving yourself. People might that don't know you might actually look at you and feel that you are really married. And if they have interest in you, they will shift. But you know in your heart of heart that you are not married. The same way we saw has not given life to Christ, and the person actually got baptized. The person does not have the real deal, which is the marriage. The 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 being born again a spirit doesn't have it, you know. That born again encounter is not there, but the person is baptized. That is the that is afterwards simple. That one is what is not what how we should be. I also have another example whereby I am married. Do you understand? But I don't put my ring around, it's not happens normally. You see people that are married, they move around without their ring. And I asked, because I'm not putting my ring on, does that mean I'm not married? We said no, I am married, but the thing there is that as a married person your spouse your your wife will feel happy they will feel loved they will feel appreciated when you put on your ring up and down because you are actually telling people that this is my spouse and i'm proud of him or her Do you understand i explained to that some people they are married but they're not proud of their spouse that is why when they go certain places they hide their ring or they don't want to go out with the person that is the same way when you give your life to christ you don't you are not baptized you are not what that means there is no simple there's nothing. thing actually that should show, what should actually, what is supposed to show people that that you are for Christ is your baptism. When the baptism is not there, that means you are what? Yes, you are married with Christ, but you are not proud of him. That is why I gave an example of some people to certain places, they want to drop, you know, anything that will show that they are of God aside because they are ashamed of Jesus. I think that's also not a good thing because even just that when you are ashamed of him, he himself will be ashamed of you. Do you understand? So that baptism is important, but it is very important only when you actually have that what that new birth experience. So if you are not born again and you are baptized, that will concern you. All this things we are saying is not for you. But if you are born again and you are baptized, that is when this thing we are saying will make sense to you. And if you are born again, you are not baptized. What we are saying is what is something to encourage you on for you to see the need why you need to go forward baptism. Are we connecting? He says to you? Are you finding purpose and meaning in what I'm saying? If not, please let me know so I can know how to address the issue. Now, baptism is a public confession of your faith in Jesus and your commitment to Him. It's a public confirmation because the baptism, and when I did my own, I was asked, you know, I was meant to declare that some, that some, that some things that we say understand which you have to respond to or you know or you have to repeat depending on the denomination there are sometimes we some ask you um do you renounce the devil and his work we answer with them yes i announce them or they will there are some confession which you make publicly they say what you want when you want to get married they will ask you are you willing to take this man as your truly wedded um husband you will say yes i do they will ask you are you willing to take this woman as your uh, uh, fully wedded and wife, you say yes, I do the same. Oh, so that's a public confession. I'm likely something with marriage because but marriage is, also not, is done in the public. You don't get married with, with private. There is no how like you say you are married to somebody, and there is no there is no even one witness that that marriage is a lie, That was not marriage. You cannot just cohabit. To, you meet a, a man or you meet a woman and you just tell the person I'm your wife, she just say I'm your husband. Uh, that one is not that one is not marriage. What means that I must, that I must be a witness whether they go to the church, the church will witness, or you go to the court, the court will witness, or you bring your family members to the marriage, your family members will witness, I must be a witness. So I have to have be a public because a public show that this person is now the bone of my bone. And the flesh of my friends, anyway, if I'm my you are showing the, the, the world, the public, the church, people that I have what decided to follow Jesus and Jesus alone. It is the next step after salvation. So once you are saved, look you know that I gave us um, about five steps or five parts to convert conversion. Where I say that you will hear the word, right? You believe it. You confess. You 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 believe. You repent. You confess, and then you get baptized. Yes, I said it last week. When you hear the word of God, you you believe the word. After believing the word, then you repent of your sins, and then you confess Jesus as your Lord and personal Savior, and then you get baptized. So once you have, once salvation comes, that means once you are saved, baptizing is the next step. And salvation comes by what? Repentance and faith in Jesus Christ. The, um, salvation does not come by baptism. It is not true. Salvation does not come by baptism. It is not when you are you, you a sinner and not confess Jesus Christ as Lord, and not ascended Jesus as his Lord. You baptize the person. And the answer you are not born again is not true baptism is just supposed to be was an outward ceremony of what had happened in word. so there must be a personal encounter with christ first of all you must have that experiential that experience that encounter that that experience you know that, that that communion with him do you understand that fellowship that you know depth in relationship before you can now come forward to to declare to the public that i am for jesus So, salvation only comes by what? Repentance and faith to Christ. And it is what a a gift. It is by grace. It is God's enablement. It is God's enablement. It is not by your power. It is not by your strength. You know, when we begin to talk about good works and dead works, you understand more of these things. So, baptism is not what actually being salvation. Please, get that and get that thing. Salvation will come first before baptism. What did I say? Salvation comes first before baptism. What did I say? Salvation comes first before baptism. Let's open our Bible to the book of Mark, chapter 16, verse 16. The book of Mark, 16, verse 16. Can you open your Bible, madam? So, he that believeth shall be what shall be saved. So believing believing and that is faith, right? Is what is important. It is a foundation of our Christian life. It is if you don't believe, that means there is no salvation for you. You will be, will be destroyed. It's another damnation. But once you believe, you will be saved. So believe in Christ. Faith is actually a foundation of our Christian life not baptism. Not what, baptism is important, it's one of the fundamental principles of Christianity. But the most important thing there is what well, faith in God. Yes, we will look, so look at that as we progress. Then, the last um, significance I'll be giving now, before we move to something else, is what, water baptism is an act of faith and obedience to God's commandments. Water baptism is an act of faith and obedience to the commandments of Christ. You will see that in the book of Matthew, chapter 28, verse 19 to 20. Let's read it. So we will see it. that baptism is commanded of God. It's a commandment that Jesus Christ gave himself that we should After that, to... It's very, very important. Matthew 28, 19 and 20. So when you are asked question about baptism, is it important? Is it necessary? Why should I? I've been in my life where I know I'm, I'm not going to get crazy, so I don't need to be baptized. What is all that other thing is, is, is dead words We tell them these things that look at, look at, look at. Even if you it, it's important. It's something that should identify. And you give them. First thing is too, sometimes, when, what is good that when I'm teaching, I actually try to give us some real life experiences. Is so that even when we are out there to talk about, some people might not know scripture. Some people are not the kind of people that, they are Bible, Bible, Bible kind of people. So you can also use real life things to explain, you know, spiritual things to for the that just as we like parable things that happen in the world to explain spiritual things. Also you saw as I gave you an instance instance of a wedding ring to describe uh, baptism. I also gave us an example of clothes, washing clothes to describe what new birth. So it's something that will help you to be able to what deeply understand what these things actually mean and also help you to be able to what to teach others even if they are what novice in the Things of God. I don't know if I'm making sense. So let's read that please. Matthew chapter twenty-eight, verse um, nineteen
1: and
0: twenty. Go easier for antipodal Teach, show, nature. This be here. You know, he said teach because what it is when you teach them they can hear. You remember, I said that in your path toward you past to repentance or path to salvation, the first thing is what to hear. People, as I'm, because I'm teaching, are hearing. People can never hear the, the gospel when there's don't no want to teach them. So the first commandment of Jesus is that we should teach. So every minister, you have to teach through evangelism. When they say evangelism, not not for you to just to go out and just give your you and and come back. If you want to teach them, let them know. You know that some, it's just because of we live in a place where you believe that most, most everyone have known the word of God. It's just a function of come to my church. If you are going to a remote, remote place that people have never heard of Christ before, there is no church there, none of them. You, you don't go for emergency and just say, take trust. No. You sit them down. You teach them. You pray with them. That is where you begin to see gifts of those to You see people, you, you see people, you, you prophesy. Like in my own case, the person that, when I gave my life to Christ, the person that evangelized to me, did not just come and give me a track. The man saw me that he spoke. And before, you know, the people of God took over. He must have prophesied. So they're telling me this about my life. That, ah, we have been having so so dream, so so dream, This and this. And he begins to speak. The, that that's made me that that encounter changed a lot of things in my life because it was not like a normal you know evangelist the people that just come to me did not just come and give me they not come and give me a flyer or give me a track and left he came with a with a message so jesus christ that you should teach when you teach people do you understand when you are teaching people do you understand healing can be happening when you are teaching them deliverance can be happening when you're teaching resurrection is coming so by then they hear the word of god then from here they can believe. So let's continue teach them. Second one,
1: baptizing them. You see, you see. Ministry, so first,
0: so you see, they they now baptized. When you have teach them, they have taught them. you have heard the word of God. They have given their lives to Christ. They have accepted your message. welcome. You are worthless, You baptize. If you go to the books of the apostles, you see there every time. They, a very good example is um, um Philip, Philip the evangelist. When he when he preached or taught. He was a teacher, not even a he was a teacher because the the Ethiopian Union was reading a particular text. He did not understand it. And the Holy Ghost brought Philip to him. And then Philip taught him, he enabled him to understand. And the man was like, wow. And then as they looked, they saw water, the man was like, what stopped me from being baptized? Philip baptized the man and the Holy Spirit took him away. So you can see that once you teach, they they accept your message and they believe. The next thing to do is to walk to baptize. So baptism is actually a commandment of Jesus. Baptising is actually a word commandment of Jesus. Then verse 20 teaching teach, teaching
1: them to observe all things, whatsoever I have commanded you. And lo, I am with you always, even unto the end of the world.
0: Amen. Yes. So Jesus is always with us. And his command is that what we should teach them to observe. one of the things that Jesus Christ has what has taught us to observe is what? baptizing. Yes. He sort of, for him to be baptized means he's what well expected us to be baptized. So, so for you to go out there and teach people about baptism that you are doing now is actually um, something that is what well acceptable to God. I don't know if you have any question on that. So by the next time I'm talking about baptism, we'll Okay, wait, uh, you ask now. So this, all these baptism you are talking about, you are talking about the water baptism, do you understand? so as a program there are many other types of baptism we, we have um baptism by fire but by water, um we speak um holy spirit of the holy ghost similarly we will, we will take our time to look at them one by one so that we'll be grounded in what the basic the core christian principles and doctrine you know and most important when you get out there no one will deceive you yes i'm listening to your question. okay i told us earlier that's what baptism is actually supposed to be an after salvation experience yeah but we are getting baptized as a public declaration is a public experience that shows that you you are for christ so you cannot be a sinner you're not giving your life to christ and you're being baptized it's like the woman that has not been married but went to the market and bought wedding ring and put on her finger is she married so it's not acceptable. It is not supposed to be. Before you actually bother anyone. That is why in every baptismal class, they say want to have baptism, want to have baptism. They don't just say, "Okay, church, baptism is um, easy. Everyone come and baptize." No. They will have series of teachings. They can be 3 months teachings, it can be 6 months, it can be weeks. They will teach you. So if per adventure, you are not giving your life to Christ and you came up as that and they keep teaching because Jesus said we should teach. Is it not true? And by teaching they will hear i they keep teaching you on what is actually means to be baptized before you know it, you yourself, you what you make that decision. You understand? Uh, there is no church, there is no denomination that you go to that they want to conduct such an activity or such ceremony that they will not first of all do lengthy teachings. Just as like we were discussing now, they will teach you. So there is it's not, it's not, there is it's not right. It's not right for a sinner to be baptized. So if a sinner gets to be baptized somehow, somehow, somehow. Well, our prayer is that God as the journey as He continues journey in life. God rewards our rest and what we us so. Other question. Can I answer your question. Okay, please speak out loud. Uh huh. Mm. No, no. If you if you have given your life to Christ, do you understand? And in your work with him, maybe somehow you—you you know that you deliver this, email, you know. You understand? There are certain things that, as a child of God, that should not be seen. You are now a new man. It's not what we are teaching. You are now a new man, even though we are saying that it's a gradual process. You continue growing, but as we, as we are all human beings, sometimes some things that you say I want to say again, it's just that you do mistake it, me. It's just for you to go back to ask Father and for forgive me. You understand? And that's just it. So you don't you don't have to be feel allow guilt feel good trips. Do you understand? As far as what you have made that decision and you know committing never to go back to those things, but when it continues to be a habit or you now go back fully, do you understand? And continue to be your general old way of life. Do you understand? There might be a need for you to rededicate your life again to Christ, but that doesn't mean you have to go for another baptism. After our uh, wedding, we do wedding twice. <laughs> but is against divorce. So we only, the only wedding that God approves is one, just once. Once you are married, you are married. You can be married and you have a with your wife or your husband and you should quarrel or something. Does that mean you have to go and do another wedding with that same person? And that You're not gonna have died. I mean both of okay, I don't want to use me and you are bed, God, God have mercy. B- both of you are married. I mean, do you understand? <laughs> okay. Okay. You are, are married and no, then wait and be no, here, you know, no. 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 and you have issue, maybe misunderstanding. Do you understand? You now it again. We will do another wedding. And we will be the same person, you know. That is just it. Mm-hmm.
1: Divorce.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, if, we, if the only legal ground is if the person, your spouse, or that your spouse dies. You will forgive the person. <laughs> <laughs> you will forgive. But
1: actually,
0: uh, that actually, um, um, infidelity that is cheating, is on like a legal ground. It's it's a legal ground for you to support, to support that supports divorce. But when you divorce the person, do you understand? And you know not want to marry another person, when that person that you divorce is still alive, you are committing adultery with that person at marriage. Yes. God we have a pastor with pastor Looking at I can call it my come and teach We see I am we are married and then I cheated on her. She now divorced me and I was gonna marry another person. That new person she married, that committing adultery. She 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 wants you to divorce me. That means she is ready to remain single till the day I die. So a man has the
1: right to marry right. Even the man too, the same what thing. Uh, it's not like said,
0: fine and good, you part ways, but both of you must remain single. Thanks. What any of you West gamma and that other person is still alive? You are committing adultery. The Bible said it. It is clear. So it's not, it's not, it's not, it's not an argument. It's a start. That's the word of God for you. So I think we can move to something else. Right? <laughs>